Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, David Thomas. Hello everybody, David Thomas here and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. In today's quick fire podcast, we're going to cover some top tips for buying land to build your dream home. So if you are considering doing the next big grand designs, actually going and building your own, what we're going to cover is some quick fire tips of things to consider when you're looking at that land. Um, Things that we've come across through experience and questions that have been raised along the way um, that you really do need to consider when you're looking at that land purchase. So let's get started. We've seen many people build their dream homes on land that they've bought for that purpose. And we've seen where things can go wrong and all the ways that a buyer can prevent these things from happening. So here's our do's and don'ts for building your own property. The way we're going to sort of put this across in the podcast is we'll, we'll raise a question and then we'll, we'll try and answer that for you um, in a quick, easy format. So the first question is, So you want to buy land to build a home. What should you be looking for in the land? Are there any red flags to watch out for? So the answer to that is firstly, when looking to buy land to build your dream home, carefully consider the land's location, the size, and obviously its surroundings. And this includes whether the property would be an appropriate size or style that will fit with the neighbours. Remember, this is one of the most important factors when it comes to applying for planning approval. So those are the things that you really need to consider is the land's location, its size and its surroundings. And then will the property that you're looking to build be appropriate in size or style to the the neighbourhood? The next thing then to consider is, is it feasible to demolish an existing property on land that you've purchased? Now, the answer to that is always do a land registry search. It's a small cost to pay, but can tell you a lot about the land you're considering. The search will be able to tell if the property has been registered, if it was built before 1982, it may not be registered, and unregistered land can take time to get papers in order, especially if you're relying on old deeds, when it may be very difficult to prove title. If you're demolishing a property, you'll certainly need an asbestos survey, so bear that in mind, and you can't just knock a property down with, with asbestos in. Removing the asbestos can be a costly job, so um, make sure you you factor that in. You'll also need a bat survey, which usually entails an initial survey and often a dawn and dusk emergence survey. And before building, you'll need a geotechnical survey. As without this, unexpected building costs can arise, you know, which ultimately has thousands of pounds to build cost. So please bear all of these um surveys and actions that you'll have to do before you consider demolishing a property. The next thing then is you've bought the land and now want to go ahead with the build. What kind of permissions do you need and how will this affect the time frame of building your house? The answer then, step back a little. Before exchanging contracts, it's essential to put a preliminary inquiry into the planning department. This is called a pre-application. You'll need to get an opinion from the local planning department to see if they will grant full approval to build. You can prepare and submit this yourself as long as you can sketch a rough idea of your design 
Um, the cost of, of doing this is currently around £140 for the pre-application. So it's not a large risk at that stage, but if you buy first and don't get approval, it could be a costly mistake. So before you exchange contracts on the land, make sure you do um, a pre-application. The next question then, the next point, what happens after you've applied for permission? So the answer, subject to the above, you now own the land. So subject to doing your pre-application, um, you now own the land. You then need to employ an architect or an architectural designer to save money. So you can employ just an architectural designer. Um, they will discuss your design requirements, um, but be warned that this can be the expensive part of the process. An architect can charge up to 10% of the property's build cost, um, though architectural designers obviously cost a bit less. But the top tip for finding um, the right person for you is to visit the uh, REBA website. That's um, the Royal Institute of um, Architects uh, to get basically the, the list of local firms to you that will that are all qualified and um, recommended. So definitely go to that website to find it. I'll put a link in the show notes for you and um, make sure that, that the design is done by the experts. The next thing to consider then and question is what else should I be aware of? Now, this is something that I've heard some big horror stories about that people have not even considered until too late. And that is definitely think about utilities. Gas, electricity, main drains, etc. All these things will add to your total costings. So a tip here is to get your solicitor to do a multi-search, which doesn't provide all the locations of various utilities, but will help you through the process of dealing with the public companies. And then if you can get any kind of mapping at all of where or get a survey done to find out where these are located, try and do this as early on in the process as possible. I've heard some incredible horror stories of people that have um, literally purchased the land, gone along the pre-application route, everything. And then when it comes to almost starting, they've then looked at where the utilities are and there isn't a main supply for nearly a mile. And you just think the cost of actually putting that in and even getting it to the site can sometimes make the build unfeasible. So really do consider how... Um, what utilities are on site and how you're going to get them there um, if they're not nearby. The next question then is what about trees? Now, the answer is to check and see if there are any trees preventing your build very early on. And if so, if there are any tree protection orders, speak to the council's tree specialist. They are free, knowledgeable and usually very helpful. Um, you may need to employ a professional tree surgeon, especially if the land is heavily planted um, and try to find land that's not too overgrown to obviously save you the cost of clearing that. On another note, make sure there's no Japanese knotweed on the land. Um, we've come across clients that have really struggled terribly with eradicating it, and it would put um, most people off the land completely unless the seller's removed it through a specialist. Um, remember, if it has been removed by a specialist, they must provide an insurance-backed guarantee um, that it has been successfully eradicated. So please do bear that in mind. So there we go. That covers a lot of tips for you to consider if you're looking at buying land to build your dream home. I'll bullet point these all in the question and answer format in the show notes. 
and I'll put any links there as well for you. But, um, you know, please do give your comments, your feedback. Maybe you've built your dream home and come across a few of these issues, or maybe you, you've come across a few other things that would be great to share with other people. So please do get in touch um, and, and comment and fe- give us feedback on it. Uh, you can do that on our website, asktheestateagent.co.uk, or through our social media channels, contact us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So hope all these points help. And until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.